makes no sense. But I better get her going. And I give out my big 10 inch. Red band plays the blues. Well, band plays the blues. She just Back in the saddle with my favorite co-pilot, hey, Joel Leary. Going? What's going on, baby? Not much. Not much, Randy, man. I didn't post the last episode. I put it in the vault, just in case. Put it in the vault? Put it in the vault. That's, but that's okay. We need gotta have some episodes in the vault in case we can't record one week, but we're back. We're gonna keep this one kind of short. We're, I'll make a that's conscious fine. effort to keep it short, but... No, I would have been... <clears throat> I would... Have been over here a little bit quicker, like five minutes quicker, but I got into a standoff at the bottom of the driveway with a raccoon. <laughs> I was sprinting down the driveway. And just like, now? Yeah, no. I was at Drew's house, and I was sprinting down the driveway, and I just saw something climb the fucking fence, and I thought it was a cat, but, like, it's dexterity. Once it's on the fucking fence, it was awful. It was, like, falling off every step it took, and I was like, oh, my God, that is a raccoon. I was so surprised. Like, once I realized I witnessed a raccoon, like, jump up onto... Like, it was a high fence, like a seven-foot fence, and it was just scurrying its way down, and then it, like, looked back at me, and I was just frozen, because I didn't know what the fuck it was going to do. I feel like if you try to run past a raccoon, it's just going to, like, come at you. Yeah. But, like, it was looking at me and looking at me, and then it just hopped over the other side, <laughs> and I could hear it, like, running around back there, but I, like, just walked down the rest of the driveway, but I was seriously staring at it for, like, five fucking minutes. <laughs> It was creepy. <laughs> I love that one video of the guy in the hood with oven mitts on holding that raccoon. And the raccoon's like trying to bite him and stuff. And he's like, stop it. Stop it. No. <laughs> and he's holding this raccoon like it's a cat, like it's his pet. He's like trying to tame this raccoon, this young raccoon. <clears throat> Hilarious. You know that's a thing, right? Yeah, I'm sure. No, like raccoons are one of the most common exotic pets. Yeah, over in China, people have like the craziest pets because they see them in like cartoons and animation and they think they're cute and then they want pets There's penguins and oh raccoons all sorts of weird shit it's weird that they're the most racist out of all of us oh not just chinese people but all asian people <laughs> so racist my grandma so racist oh my it's God. hilarious Hold on. i was going 40 around the 25 corner on my way here right after that raccoon standoff and dude i it must have been an old lady because there was like somebody around in the corner going like 15 miles an hour like in my lane <laughs> and when they saw me they like swerved off the fucking road into the gravel and like I, oh my god like it looked kind of natural but it wasn't because when I, I looked at my rear view and they were definitely going on that fucking road I scared them off the road <laughs> you're terrible Dude, you're I'm, a crazy driver I'm not that crazy like 40 around a 25 corner no it's pretty reasonable it is I was completely I was 100% my lane. 100% my lane. I wouldn't take a corner going, like, too fast to stay in my lane. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, we were talking before the start, and he said, let's get this started. We were talking about Zevias and the grape flavor. The grape flavor is not bad. And I remember, I can't remember if it was my junior, no, it was my sophomore year, the old school dance. Oh, this was so gross. You know when you're young and you're just desperate to drink and you don't know any better, you don't know anybody who can get you alcohol, and you just take whatever you can find out of your parents' cabinet and whatever, right? And you don't know what's good either. You have no knowledge on how to do any of this. So I had like three grape sodas and a fifth of gin, and it was all warm. And I just remember, Ew. wow, I remember mixing grape soda, warm grape soda, and gin. And you know, like, there's a big difference between drinking soda if you pour it over ice versus drinking it out of the can. So it was warm grape soda in the can, and I was pouring the gin in the can. Wow, so I just, that's foul. I, so I just remember drinking this and going, oh, how do people enjoy this? Sophomore What's enjoyable year? about this? Yeah. And just, oh, it was gross, dude. And then, you know... You're just you don't know what you're doing, and then you go to a school function under the influence. I mean, everybody did, but like, and I had not drank that much even before this. Like prior to this, this was probably one of my first few times like getting drunk. Also, but that was just bad. Great warm grape soda in the can with gin. Terrible, terrible. That sounds like one of the worst things I've ever fucking heard of. Yeah, but. You know, <laughs> young dumb kid. That's disgusting. Uh, well, we were talking about this earlier, but quarantine's gotten a lot worse as I'm now banned on Tinder. Yeah, so any fucking. Nope, I no. tried, I attempted to get my account back. No, I'm saying, wait, are you banned, banned? Yeah, I am banned, banned. You just need to find a different phone number to use, dude. Dude, so I got banned twice in one week. One first time using the same phone number, right? It was just like a temporary ban. Um, no. So I used my actual my personal phone number, okay. my personal Facebook, and got banned for no good reason. And then I used Google Voice and to get a new phone number, and then made another Facebook, and I was back in rocking and rolling, throwing. You heat. probably got banned because you weren't using your phone number, maybe. Possibly, I don't know, but I was throwing heat, and I wasn't doing anything to get banned and then i freaking open up tinder mm-hmm. and i got the band hammer i'm like you're kidding me not i can't not right now any other time but not right now wait like, this is all i've got this is essentially all i've got like <laughs> i mean i just you got your kettlebells yeah yeah i'm limited but so now i'm working with what i got whoever's in my phone that's it what do i do start sliding dms i did it <laughs> once and i thought it worked and it turns out it didn't. Yeah. No, it didn't work. But, man, it's so rough. It's not fair. Someone's out to get me. Someone's out to get me. No. There, there had to be. I guarantee. No. Because because, no. because when I made that, <laughs> that new account, I saw the same people I had matched with in the past. So I guarantee somebody, the same person who probably reported me and got my account banned the first time, probably saw me and was like, fuck this guy. I'm reporting him again. And you know what? I guarantee you, it's probably somebody I know just messing with me. That's fucked up. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know. I wasn't even doing anything bad. So now it's just rough. That is not Which, like, cool. it's so funny because, like, it shouldn't even matter. It shouldn't even be a big deal. But I feel like right now, in this time, oh, it's such a big deal. Just me. just go around the block and <laughs> use, like, your mom's phone number if or I something. Could, yeah, if I could go out. In say a social setting, maybe I wouldn't care that much, but right now I mean, I'm just thirsting, just dying for human interaction. <laughs> it's so bad, but it's you know it is what it is. Hey, it's the alone time. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, it's all about the alone time. I've been, yeah, been spending plenty of alone time. <laughs> I know what it's like though. See, that's the thing. That's the reason why. But, so what's the problem? Yeah, it's probably good for me that I'm banned because I probably spent way too much time and way too much effort, way too much time thinking about it, so much energy into a stupid app where you just swipe on people. But I'm a 20-year-old kid, you know, quarantine. What else do I have to do? You're a single 20-year-old kid in quarantine. 
and you don't, and you, for the last year, you haven't really talked to all that many people, right? <laughs> Before I was single, I mean, I my phone was just straight up dudes. Like I had probably six girls in my Snapchat, not lying at all. That's no exaggeration. Cause I just, you know, I didn't care. Yeah. Also, I like went on this kick where I was like trying to be on my phone as little as possible, <laughs> but that doesn't work when you're trying to talk to people. It doesn't work at all. You want to know one way to make girls not interested in you? Turn your screen time on in your iPhone from seven till four and then go to bed at nine every day. That's a guaranteed way to never meet anybody. <laughs> and it's true. I just happened to get lucky, meet somebody at a place I was already obligated to be, and it worked out. You know, there's a big relief off my shoulders, like, oh, fuck. You know, now I don't have to worry about possibly missing out on anything because I shut my phone down from seven to four. <laughs> Jesus, dude. This is making me sad. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty depressing where, you know... No, I, it's obviously my good. Soul, dude. Yeah, it's obviously good for me. I, it's obviously good being able to step away from your phone for that many hours a day, but <laughs> <laughs> you know, it is what it is. It is what it is. These are the circumstances we're under right now. But honestly, is it that big of a deal? It's not no, that big I don't have to. It's not that big of a deal. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, I was thinking about the lyrics in that song. What was that? What was that? That one. Uh, oh my gosh. Something. What? I don't want what I need. What I need hates me. That right there. That that's what I was thinking. What I need hates me. Yeah. That that song hits like no other. It's a liver shot. Yeah, it's a liver shot. That's the best oh, the music. Buckles, yeah. yeah. Oh, I got sent down an emotional spiral the other day. I was just, I ended up laying in my bed in my underwear on top of the sheets for like an hour just in the sun. I was just doing whatever. Probably just finished class and teleport to me came on and I was just like, oh no. <laughs> I just, and then it was, I just had my Cuddy, my Kid Cuddy sh playlist on shuffle and it was just good song after good song after good song so i think like soundtrack to my life came on after that and then reboard and you i'm know like what I realized? i'm like they're just trying to put me in my feels right now like whoever's controlling this shuffle or whatever however this got set up i go it just put in all the emotional songs right in the one i'm like fuck what I, do i do i just remembered today soundtrack to my life was the first kid cutty song i ever heard really the very first anthony like I, somebody was playing when i was watching somebody play world at war zombies it was like <laughs> I forget, I forget who it was, but Anthony walked in, he showed us, like, he's talking about Man on the Moon, and he's like, yeah, listen to him, and he played soundtrack to my life, and I was fucking like, holy shit, dude, I don't know the goddamn thing about music, but I know that's fucking good. Isn't it crazy how you remember that? I was I eight years old. I remember, Nine you know, years old. We had serious XM in our cars, like high rollers, <laughs> with, like, the little dial, the little, you know... It looks almost like a pager that you would put in your car. Um, and then you had to put the antenna on your roof. But so day and night, you know, was huge. So on the pop stations, that was just in rotation all day. So I knew that. But then I remember seeing kids with like, you know, the I Hurt Boobies bracelets. Kids would wear ones that said just Kid Cudi. And I'm like, Kid Cudi? What's did, Kid Cudi? Did I get you back into Kid Cudi? Oh, 100%. Okay. 100%. I just, I mean, I didn't. 100%. I didn't completely know. 100 percent good because i was uh, in middle school all i would listen to was it was funny it was literally the same three albums or mixtapes whatever you want to call them technically acid rap is a mixtape and same with uh <coughs> live love asap um but so the middle school shit <laughs> yeah straight up the middle school shit so it's just acid rap live love asap and then man on the moon that's all i listened to in middle school it's I've been going back and listening to it, especially like ASAP Rocky. I'm like, man, I was I took it for granted how good this stuff was. <laughs> like really, middle school me didn't deserve this. It did. I didn't no. deserve this good music. It, it, I couldn't sure, appreciate didn't it. Deserve Kid Cudi. No, <laughs> no. You, I had no idea. It was like that movie Project X, Pursuit of Happiness is in that movie, and Sick, everybody <laughs> lost their mind. Like everybody knows that song from like that movie. <sighs> So many people do, and that's kind of where I like. I had to listen to Man on the Moon, but yeah, I don't really remember 
it like you don't listen to an album in middle school like you just kind of put it on and it's just like background noise you don't really take it in mm-hmm. um the only reason why i really vividly remember um purple swag that asap rack that oh my gosh asap rocky song is because there was this kid who would always wear purple every day <laughs> and then he had this he would i mean the way he talked was weird so you'd say purple purple <laughs> so, so he would he would wear purple every day and purple. we would always and the song goes you know everything is purple swag and we would go everything is purple swag <laughs> like so someone would so someone would say that and someone would like follow it up with swag so we'd be like everything is purple <laughs> that's so fucked up yeah that's pretty funny though so that's the only reason why I remember that and then acid rap man I remember someone showing me that Someone in 4-H showing me that and going like, this is the best music I've heard in a long time. Like, all right, I'll listen to it. Once again, you don't really understand it. You don't really know how to like digest and unpack like music at that age. But I just remember on Pandora, the only song on Pandora was Juice, and there was no um, cover art for it at all. It was just like a blank gray photo. So I was on Chance the <coughs> Rapper like, before when he had one song on pandora and there wasn't even the cover art for it that's such a good song that's not on apple that's probably has something to do with what it's not on apple music or spotify yeah well a lot of those old mixtapes aren't um a kid named cuddy's not on any streaming service juice is that old yeah it's so good though. yeah so acid raps on streaming services though Um, but chance of rapper he's like what only released like two things since then and i even i listened to coloring book and i have no desire to revisit it i was in high school too also the the music i listened to in high school wasn't all that great you know what i can admit what i did not deserve to listen to just what i am at age 13 no Uh uh-uh I don't, I, even, I don't even I think if I was song, 18, like, I would have appreciated it. I listened to it the other day, and there's so much going on. Like, <laughs> it's so good. I just noticed another thing. Like, there's a fucking... Like, yeah, like it's in the bass. background. Yeah, no, yeah. It's when the song the starts... Like, fucking time. Yeah. Yeah, it's nuts. I just noticed that. There's a lot of... Th- even the music video, there's a lot to unpack. Mac Miller's in the music video. <laughs> He's in it for like a split second. Yeah. It's crazy stuff yeah i know good fucking song mm-hmm. yeah all of them are he's the man i'm skeptical about this travis scott stuff but oh my god is dude. what it is travis scott's got some good songs but i really don't lose my mind over him like some people do some people really love that guy and i'm sure if i saw him live and had a blast at the concert it'd be different you know you see videos of him at festivals dude, and stuff couldn't. And he's a, he's a phenomenal like live sound. performer, but I'm not a huge fan of the sound either. There's songs that are good, like 90210. The song's where he actually raps, but when it's just auto-tuning... It takes and, money to put on a show. Yeah, is it the does. Thing. That's why he's a good performer. It's because mm-hmm. he puts on a fucking show. We had a roller coaster in the motor center. <laughs> yeah, but I mean... I, some of but the songs I still might, fucking hate the way it sounds. Yeah, I agree. I hate... I, I respect him because he sounds. is like a fan of music he's not like a lot of musicians these days where they're not really a fan of music where they just have this ability or somehow got lucky and they had a song blow up especially with like soundcloud rap quote-unquote soundcloud rappers a lot of those guys like don't really have an appreciation for like music but at least travis scott does he like understands what goes into making a song and stuff like that and he's a fan of music so i can kind of respect i can respect that i can get down with that but i don't lose my mind over his music like some people do one song all through the late night that's a good song yeah i think kid cuddy's singing the chorus anyway he's not featured <laughs> in it but i swear to god he's he singing is. the chorus he is yeah i haven't seen like, i think a he single, is yeah he doesn't well he definitely kills it on that song doesn't list him as a feature yeah but he is on the song yeah. Well, yeah. He the first verse is him. Is it? Yeah. What is it? Talking about the one talking about dimethyltryptamine. Dimethyltryptamine. I have no fucking idea. What really? No you didn't know Kid Cudi's in that song? Uh-uh, no, I have never heard. I don't know that song. Oh. I don't know that. That's song. great. Talking about all through the late night. Yeah. Uh-uh. He's in it. I know he's in that one. Yeah. Yeah. But. 
Anyways, what's new, Joel? You ready to you ready to uh, hit pads for the first time here? In a... I'm really excited. Yeah, I mean I'm gonna hold oh for you tomorrow, but is that Saturday? Oh shit! I know. Yeah, no, I am excited now. I'm all cleaned up. I got a little jujitsu in. It was nice. I didn't check the fucking mail, dude. Maybe I got my check. Then I can mat my garage. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna be nice. We're gonna have a sweet little setup. You I'm to... finally back on track, dude. I. If I map my garage, you need to make it so that you, we can string up my heavy bags. Not like okay. A, yeah, just a chain. Yeah. Because it's too long. It'll, it's too fucking long. Okay. We'll take care of that. But I was on track. I was doing my kettlebells. I was eating right. And I got down to 161 pounds. I looked shredded, son. And then I <laughs> slipped up, dude. All it took was one day. Set me back like a week and a half. I just went off the rails and ate so much. Jimmy. I know. But I'm getting there. I'm... I'm getting there. I'm trying to get down to like 10% body fat and just be fucking Doing sassy. side swings with a 35 pound now. Yeah. <laughs> I know that 50 pound kettlebell I got is oh brutal. Oh my god, I bet. Do, do you a, only do swings with them? Swings and squats. Oh. So, and then I switched it up. Squats so, would be nice. Yeah, so right now, 15 one arm swings with the 50 pound and then 10 squats, 10 clean press. With Wait, the, how heavy is the third one? Uh, 80. 80? Yeah, so I have a 30, a you 50. You deadlift that? Yeah. Fuck. So I have an 80, a 30, and a 50. So I do one-arm swings and squats with the 50. Uh, clean presses with the 30. bring my house. <laughs> yeah, I'll bring them over tomorrow. We get some work in. So clean press with the 30, deadlifts with the eight with the 80 for 20 minutes. And then, we'll, and then warm up 10 minutes of jump rope. Yeah. I've been getting like, I was really fucking, like, don't get me wrong, I'm pushing it, but like, I'm not, if I was really going for it, like, I've gotten like seven in 20 minutes, maybe a little less than 20 minutes. Yeah. But I normally average like six. I think I did six today. Yeah, I get like six with the new weights, but if I was just using the 30, I think the most I got nine and a half Dude, rounds done. I would love done. to have a heavy one for deadlift and a heavy yeah. one for squat. It's nice. My yeah. back feels so good. It's so crazy. I remember I started doing kettlebells. Well, when I bought the thirty pound one, I was doing kettlebells a couple months ago. But my back was really, really fucked up from a combination of once again rolling with people who are way bigger than me and being stupid, and then are you gonna quit doing that? Huh? No, I'll never quit doing that. But then also like doing kettlebells but not warming up or stretching and i don't warm up or stretch too much but i think doing it early in the morning and then not knowing what i was doing bad technique you know especially if you're doing like snatches and like cleans and you're just so my back was just terrible it was in so much pain but see now there's a difference when you do it right it actually helps your back my back feels great now like, you do 15 swings or whatever, it hurts if you stand hunched over. So you have no choice but to stand up straight, and it just fixes your posture, right? Like, you get done with that, like, 20-minute workout, and it hurts. It, you feel sore if you're leaning over. So you, like, you walk around with your chest up, and you know, it's good <laughs> posture. You look like a, a fucking man. <laughs> Kettlebells make you, turn you into a man. Not to mention that, they you know, you just get do. abs every. You see those guys who just do nothing but kettlebells. They look like Greek gods. <laughs> um, fuck, what was I going to say? If you were going to sign up for an amateur fight, what weight class would you want to fight? What weight class would I do? Because you're 160, right? I would sign up. If, you, if I had a fight May 30th, I would sign up for 155 pounds. That's decent. Sign up for 155 pounds. Now, after, eventually, I'll go down to 145. Oh. Depending, depends though. If I get bigger, if I it's bulk up. It's like the up, opposite for me. I feel like I'd start at 135 and then eventually maybe 145. Yeah. And then at most 150. Yeah. Well, and that's very, the thing. It's like, it's I, can, I can make 145 that. right now, but why would I put in the effort for an amateur fight? Why would, why would I, There's why no, would I want to spend time cutting weight? quarantine. Yeah, why would I want to spend time cutting weight? That's, that's no. silly. Maybe it like doesn't matter. Two fucking years from now, it's just a question. Yeah. Now, if it was, say, 
my last amateur fight and the possibility of me going pro after that, then yeah, I'd go down the featherweight. But oh, 100%. it's you know it takes a it takes first off it takes a lot for me to walk around at 160 pounds. I have to be extremely disciplined. Right now, I'm eating 1,300 calories a day, working out every day. To do that, like, and that's to maintain. So that's that's a lot. So for me to get down to 145 pounds, to lose 15 pounds, let's say I can cut the last five or so the day of, like, a water cut, but I want to be within, I don't know, five, seven pounds, it still takes a lot. It takes a lot out of me to get down to that weight. When I when I did weigh 145 pounds, I had a lot less muscle than I do right now, and it took a lot out of me to get there. It took a lot and out of me. you just wanted to get there? Yeah. I just wanted to see if I could do it. I think I remember. You were pretty fucking skinny. Yeah, I was very skinny. I remember that. But I also could do it better. That's the thing, too, is I did it, but what I was doing is... So I was eating like you fucking starving yourself. No, so I was eating a lot of protein, and then like a combination of fasting. But where I was getting my protein was from like dairy and stuff. So I was eating like a lot of yogurt and stuff like that, which hindsight I didn't feel good. I would wake up in the morning so congested I could hardly breathe. But now I think the way I eat would complement that a lot better. Um, I just I know my body a little bit, but that was over a year ago. That was last February. Um, so I, I know, know my body a little bit better now, so I, I would definitely cut easier. I lose weight faster than I gain weight a lot faster. Yeah. In comparison. Yeah. See, now, I, yeah, <laughs> I just have a crazy bad appetite, not a fast metabolism, so I have to eat really, really clean and stay active in order to maintain. And you have to think, too, it's not just that I get up and work out once a day. Uh, my line of work, I'm moving all day. I'm constantly lifting things, and I'm constantly on my feet. I'm on my feet eight hours a day, moving, moving, and doing whatever. Dude, we're in quarantine. I might start working out twice a day. I think Yeah, about you might it. as well. I fucking think about it yeah. sometimes. I'm like, uh, well, if I work out earlier in the day, I always end up thinking about it at like nine. Yeah. Just fuck. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, it takes it takes a lot out of me to get down there. You know, like when I see people who are cutting weight and doing whatever, and they essentially eat similar to I eat to maintain now some of that could be my body I just like my insulin sensitivity is really fucked up and <laughs> just from years of not doing things right and that my body just has become sort of calloused <laughs> to oh where God. it you know you do have to it takes a lot more effort and discipline and it could be also just a combination of Maybe my eating schedule and what I'm eating, timing everything, and like certain like uh, nutrition like is making it harder where my body retains that weight easier. I don't know. I'm not a scientist. Like I've just like all this has just been like trial and error. I kind of turned into a pregnant lady when I turned eighteen. I'd say because like I'd, my appetite changed a lot. Like I'd really? eat, I'd eat whatever I want when I was uh, like. 15 through, I mean, not 15, but like 0 through mm -hmm. 17. But once I turned 18, I started getting hungry for like very specific things all the time. Because I wasn't eating a lot at all. I still yeah. don't eat that much. And I still do get hungry for specific things. But yeah. Like I get hungry for like vegetables or I get hungry for chicken or like some yeah. sort of meat or carbs. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh huh. And I just find that food category and scarf a shitload of it yeah another thing for me is taking my sleep just as serious as my diet um oh, i eat slow too by the way <laughs> yeah so that's, that's good helps. so you're actually what's helps is if you chew your food until it's liquid and eat slow and also you're not supposed to drink when you eat at the same time i don't do that like dude that's like impossible yeah it's tough because what happens is <laughs> Once like the food enters your gut, it ferments instead of digests with the extra liquid. But also when you chew stuff, you know, uh, stuff gets released inside your mouth that helps you digest it. But you're talking about such 
minuscule seen such minuscule results from this where if you're someone who wants to you need your 300 pounds and you want to get down to 200 pounds you're probably not going to notice that much of a difference if you don't drink a glass of water with your meal right (laughs) so like but like i'm at sort of like the point where like these are sort of things i have to look into like every little thing where like maybe something like it's you know the calories aren't bad or whatever but it's got certain substances in it that um make my body retain fat i don't know there's you know there's certain little stuff there's all sorts of weird chemicals that nobody knows what they do well somebody knows what they do i don't know what they do (laughs) and i haven't looked into it you know i kind of know what i eat i'm pretty on i'm pretty on the ball but you know sometimes i wish that i said today at the gym i go if i could have a million dollars or be able to eat everything i want whenever i want i'll go make a million (laughs) dollars seriously i'm such a fat kid at heart such a fat kid at heart well i was a fat kid one one thing too that really i noticed when i lost all the weight was how underdeveloped i was i really had like no muscle mass and i really didn't even look my age i was one of those people who like the person i am today is so much different than the person i was two years ago it's really crazy like i didn't really look my age i was so underdeveloped and i think that's just because i wasn't super active and you just eat bad food you don't have good habits and you don't really take care of yourself you don't really like see yourself develop yeah that's true you see a lot of people like that you see the kids who spend all their time behind computers and everything and they're 25 but they look like they're 17 they don't look like a healthy 17 year old but they look like they're 17 right so that's kind of like what happened with me but i mean when i was when i got nothing yeah like what happened to you (laughs) you it's so similar not to that extreme vitamin d deprived and yeah but when i got down to 145 pounds i really didn't have any muscle mass that's i noticed i'm like i really like didn't have like any muscle well, mass. Well, yeah, it's because your frame's not meant for 145 pounds. Why once you pass a certain know, fucking point? I, that's one thing I I enjoy. Yeah, I'm pretty. My frame is not meant for 135 yeah, pounds. No, not I'm quite. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty long. I'm pretty long, and I'm pretty tall for 145 pounds and 155 pounds. But 155 pounds is comfortable and healthy. You don't want to spend your amateur career going through grueling weight cuts. Because when it matters, it's going to be – every weight cut takes something out of you. It gets harder and harder every time you do it. So you don't want to – I don't want to spend 10 fights or whatever that's like on the low end cutting to 145 pounds. And this is all like, God, for, who knows if I even do <laughs> two fights. But just hypothetically, I don't want to spend time – I don't want to – put my body through 10 weight cuts to 145 pounds and get to pro and we, then it keeps getting harder and harder and harder and harder we just know we're doing one each <laughs> eventually we know we're doing one each yeah mma muay thai want to do it all oh i don't want to do a muay thai match not you, a fucking why chance. not dude i don't want to get a sharp elbow you won't in my not amateur orbital huh you won't get an elbow they don't do elbows in amateur amateur dude i i was talking about a muay thai match yeah they don't do yeah they don't do elbows in amateur what the fuck is the point system then just kicks and knees yeah see i wish i could throw elbows in an amateur mma fight because like i'd be very much superior Uh, the game's very different when you add elbows in ground and pound all that dude i am so fucking excited for ufc to be back next weekend so excited oh well he's not no fans right no fans but here's the thing here's the thing i was telling somebody i think this is my prediction i'm not gonna have a place to watch it so can i come over yeah of course of course this is my prediction i think it is going to be one of the best cards ever because you have guys on the card who are supposed to fight in march mid-march so they've been in training camp for let's say 10 weeks getting ready for a fight in march now it's happening May 9th. So two months later, almost two months later, they've still been in training camp. So almost a five-month training camp. Now, they're the only sport on television, and there's no crowd. So you're putting fighters in there who are underpaid, who know they're the 
only sport on television. All eyes on them. They've been in training camp for five months. That is a recipe for violence. I am very excited for it now, dude. What I know. Fuck? Right? I didn't take that into I, consideration. Yeah, because people aren't talking about that. Think about that. Like, Tony no, Ferguson's been in training camp for fucking 16 weeks. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, think about that. They are the only sport on television. It's all eyes on them. Who do you think's winning that fight? <laughs> I think Justin Gaethje's gonna win. Actually, you really do. I think he does. Well, I don't know a goddamn thing about Justin Gaethje. I think so. When Justin I think Justin Gaethje, could he so, beat Khabib? Uh, yeah, I think he can beat anybody. Okay. I think I'd just, I'd just be disappointed. If I think Tony the only person I think Connor is the Khabib. toughest matchup for Justin. Connor. Uh, yeah. McGregor. Yeah, Why? I think because it's. I feel like well, Connor's, Connor's better. Sh- Connor's a better striker than Tony and Khabib, right? Tony and Khabib are better than Justin on the ground, but they're both hittable, and Justin's got legit one punch knockout power. Connor is one of the best strikers ever. Dude, honestly, so, I like I watched his first fight, which was like thirty seconds long. Yeah, and it was against a like a guy who was about three inches shorter, and he was ripped. He was ripped, and Connor was like all skinny. And yeah, like one fucking uppercut from his skinny ass arm yeah. just took him the fuck out. Yeah, but so that's the thing with Connor is, I think he's gonna be a lot more elusive. He's gonna be a lot harder to hit than Tony or Khabib would. Tony takes damage. Tony gets hit a lot. And he hasn't really fought anybody with one-punch knockout power, ever. No? No, never. So he's been dropped by Lando Venata, Anthony Pettis, and one other person, I think. And none of those guys are really known for one-punch knockout power. Yeah, I think he could easily get knocked out. He could easily get finished in the first round. The first or the second round. Some people, easily. it's like noticeably more difficult for them to get knocked out, and it's kind of hard to watch. <laughs> So we could just get hit with a clean Nate shot, Diaz. and you can just fucking tell, like, oh, fuck. Nate Diaz? Yeah, Nate Diaz. Like, his brain's just built different. Yeah. That Jorge Masvidal fight, he really pieced I'm him up. I'm really fucking pissed about fucking Khabib and not being able to fight. Yeah, I, that bothers me, too, it because really now we might, if, never, we might we'll, never see it. We'll see. I think Tony's still gonna win. I think Tony's a badass. I've never even heard. And that's the thing is if is if Tony wins this fight, I think he he's. I mean, I think there's no doubt in my mind he's the best lightweight fighter of all time. If he beats Justin, is that was lightweight one fifty five? Yeah, yeah. He's on a thirteen fight win streak. The last time, so the last time Tony Ferguson lost, John Jones wasn't even champ. Dude, what? I mean, I see like tweets. The, like the tweets that I'm reading are like only have like 33 re- retweets, but it's like saying Israeli Adesanya wants to fight John Jones still. Like yeah, he does. At some point, he says he wants to in a couple years, in, in a year or two. Dude, that just be next s- year he said he would. Next year, because yeah, he can't he wait he too long because John Jones is getting old and. Just well, this is what he years. said. He would said he wants to. He wants to be like Anderson Silva. He wants to be a real champion. He doesn't want to get the belt and then jump weight classes. Oh, he wants fair. to defend the belt, which is good. Yeah. I mean, that's honorable. Good. I'm glad because there's a lot of interesting matchups at middleweight. Jack Hermanson's a guy people don't talk much enough about. Dude, you I probably think... don't know him. Dude, I wonder what he would look like at John Jones' weight. Well, that's the thing, too, is he, yeah, it would, be, it would be a very, very tough fight. Really? Be a very tough fight Dude. for him. For him, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I yeah. think John Jones would beat the fuck out of him. Uh, I think John I think would he, uh, try to impose his will, but also uh, I think John what's Jones going on, is his daddy. But also, what's going on is you have to think. Okay, this last year, John Jones' last two fights were not cakewalks for him. No, they weren't. He had to go through hell and back to pull out a skeptical decision. Yeah, very in those. So now you have to think, and then with this other DUI, this other DUI. And him getting arrested, you have to wonder what's going on behind the scenes and what's going to happen with another year of that. A lot can change in a year. A lot can change in a year. Within a year, Cody Garbrandt went from looking unbeatable against Dominic Cruz. He looked like one of the best fighters in the world to getting knocked out three times. Yeah, I remember that little losing streak. Yeah, 
He's still on it. He's supposed to fight though in a couple yeah, weeks. I was gonna say he's coming back. But you know, a lot can change to looking like one of the best fighters in the world to going on to getting knocked out three times. A lot can change. Now I don't think John's gonna get knocked out three times, but I think we could see John lose in the next year. I think, I think so. it's if very he doesn't possible. Pick up his ball sack because he, I'm sure after that last fight he had, he knows he knows he has to do a lot more than mm-hmm. he has been. Yeah, but then you see him getting arrested, and you're like, I don't know what's going on. Well, I mean, he's getting fucked up, bro. Yeah, it's sad, too, because it's one thing to see a fighter, you know, a lot of fighters, they're young, they're crazy. You have to be a little bit crazy to get involved in mixed martial arts. So you see fighters who are young and crazy go out and get in trouble, like Darren Till, leading up to his title fight. There was a lot of, you know, drama surrounding him going out and clubbing and stuff like that. You kind of expect that more from somebody like Darren Till. It doesn't bother you as much, but when you see someone like John Jones, John who's Jones one of the best like in the world, but here's guy. when it's really heartbreaking: is like he has a family. He has yeah. a family. He has daughters and everything. Like that's. I guess like, that's why he's not at home. <laughs> like, yeah, you have to imagine. Like, man, that's that has to be so exhausting. Your dad being John Jones. And everything that comes along with being John Jones, the best in the world, but also he's just got demons. And that's just got to be exhausting to be surrounded by that, knowing that, yeah, like, it's just who he is at this point. He doesn't demons. That's, that's the perfect way to describe it, actually. Yeah. Man's got some demons. And his kids are still young, but man, that's just got to. He's one of those guys, too, that. You hope they get it figured out now because you don't want them to end up like when Chuck Liddell had to retire. He still doesn't have it figured out. He still hasn't moved on. So you don't, you hope like John Jones, like things could get like when he's done fighting, this could easily continue on and be much worse. I just hope that doesn't happen. I used to hate on John Jones How old so is much. He? I forget. I know he's in his thirties now. Yeah, it's very. I don't know. 31? He might be like thirty-five. He's not thirty-five. He's not. So he's been. I think he's had the belt for. Well, I think he's thirteen years ago. I think he was a champ, and he was twenty-one when he got the belt. Twenty-one or twenty-two. So I think he's thirty-five. Are you looking it up? Yeah. <laughs> but he's thirty-two. He's thirty-two. Yeah. But it would be heartbreaking to see him spiral out of control post fight career because he's you know they'd be heartbreaking i used to hate on him so much i used to hate on a lot of stuff so much john jones for a really long time like i think the first fight i ever watched of him was the one that he lost when he broke that fucking dude's nose also i think he's kind of lost his killer instinct yeah i think so too. i think he's playing it safe well he the gustafson fight he really played it safe until he got his opening and finished it but he also, it, Gustafson just didn't seem like he wanted to be there the second fight. But these last two fights, he really played it safe. But that, John Jones, when he was, you know, when I he first got the belt, people. he opened up he opened up that freaking Shogun fight with a flying knee against a champ. I mean, stuff like that. Like, he would do things that other people didn't. Like, he guillotined Leota Machida. There was things he did that... For somebody, and you know, he's only a blue belt in jiu-jitsu now. He's only a blue belt because he doesn't do jiu-jitsu in the gi. Why would you spend time? You're the best in the world, and you fight in underwear. Why would you go, Why would you spend time training in the gi? So he's only a blue belt. But but he's, you know, experienced wrestling in college. But to guillotine Leota Machida, you know, that's impressive. But there's just things. And he also submitted Vitor Belfort. You know, you're submitting black belts when technically you're a blue belt. But stuff like that, like, I just think he's kind of lost his killer instinct. I don't know. But I think a lot of that's probably just what's going on behind the scenes that we don't know about. And I guarantee you that those DUIs and those arrests aren't the only thing. That's just what we see. Only because he gets arrested and it's blown up everywhere. There's got to be so much more going on behind the scenes. There's got to be. There's, there's few people who don't have problems who just happen to slip up and get arrested <laughs> who don't have like reoccurring issues like actual fucking issues yeah i think he's just one of those guys that's uh, sad yeah it is sad but i 
like I said, I hope he gets it figured out before he retires because that's not something you want to struggle with after you say goodbye to the thing you've done for the last 13 years or whatever it is. You know, especially if that one thing you've done has probably been the only thing keeping you out of trouble, right? Probably. You know, he's not getting DUIs in training camp. Made him a lot of money. He's not getting DUIs in training camp. I guarantee. You know, he's probably very disciplined yeah, when he's in camp. To get in trouble with now. Mm-hmm. It's a shame. Yeah. Hopefully, it doesn't go like that. Like it seems like you know, it seems like he gets it figured out, and then you wake up one day and. He's been arrested once again. It's just, dude. I hate when you wake up to news. It's the fucking shittiest. It is the shittiest, huh? Yeah. It is. It is. You really only the wake up to bad news. Yeah, it's not a good way to start your day. No, it's not. Yeah, you don't like other people telling you bad news first thing in the morning. It just really, fuck, man. <laughs> I don't like it. Just thinking about all the times when I've just like woken up and just someone like. Or like on my phone or just anything. I'm just like, oh no. Bro, Juice World died. What the fuck did you just say? I'm like groggy as fuck, laying on the floor. It's <laughs> <laughs> just fresh off a bender. <laughs> so was he. I know. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's crazy. Strange times. Strange. But I think we're. Just about out of quarantine and stuff can go back to normal. I sure hope so, because I need to go out. My The social butterfly inside of me is slowly wilting away. <laughs> the social butterfly. And dying. Oh, my God. Because I'm... You want to do Muay Thai in Portland or Eugene? Which one do you Eugene. think is better? Eugene? Cheaper. Cheaper? It's not going to make too much of a difference at this at yeah. this level. Yeah. We just need to develop fundamentals. Indeed. Develop fundamentals and then... Because that's the thing. It's like, bro, I need mats. Like, I'm slipping. I'm slipping. Dude, I've been really thinking about, like, when I have my own place and all the cool things. Like, I'm, yeah. I can't wait. (laughs) It's going to be exciting. It's going to be exciting. I just can't wait to things to go back to normal so I can just train five days a week again. And I just, man, I miss it so much. Like I said, some days, like, that's the only thing I have to look forward to. It's the only thing that keeps me happy sometimes. I talked about that. Man, for those three months, I didn't want to go home. I didn't want to go to school. I didn't want to go to work for two hours a day. I was happy. It was when I was at the gym. Just put your head down, just grind. Like, you just get beat up, and you beat people up, and there's this sort of feeling afterwards where like you realize how insignificant you are and your problems are and you just feel so much better afterwards yeah everybody should do some sort of martial arts everybody <laughs> you ready to wrap this up Joel you got a song to play yeah, yeah I got the perfect song to play alright nice quick Randy man 48 minute podcast in and out of here on a Thursday night I'm happy. Happy. I, I gotta come talk. I'm to happy you. every time I, I get to see you. I haven't seen you in a minute. Like, I don't know no. if you guys understand this, but like, I see him once a week. <laughs> I I come over here and make these. This is our conversation. I got a microphone in front of my face. I'm not used to this. Yeah, I know. I love seeing you. You just about ready? Yes. All right. Once again, take a screenshot, post it on your story, share it, spread the word. It all matters. Every 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 little <laughs> one of you. Every little bit. <laughs> Until next time.